Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for being so caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am always in consistent prayer that you are receiving more inspiration, more motivation to be ever more disciplined in discerning, in doing that which is truly in your own best interest to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so that you are standing in the light of the truth of the all, that you are and we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone everywhere. And we are in a now moment that is requiring us to really care to be conscious and conscientious, mindful and thoughtful, considerate and respectful, obedient and disciplined, honorable and honoring, worshiping and caring to really stand on behalf of life in such a time where the errors, the progression of error that has been in full effect for so many years and generations of ones that we can no longer push the envelope, that we can no longer think that there is some prosperity that we can have when we are a detriment to ourselves. We're in a now moment that requires us to get real about what it is we're living for, what it is we truly care to be remembered for. Because no matter where you are in this life and where you are as a generation, understand that a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide is destined not to end well. You understand? So we have to come to a point in place where it matters to us to step into our own power to realize that the real eye, the absolute eye, the cosmic eye that sees through every eye will always, always win and triumph. And so there's a triumph and victory that has already been won that we can claim and harmonize ourselves with, with each and every breath and every beat of our heart to realize that no matter what it looks like, what it seems like, no matter what our personal affairs or our money or our bank accounts or all of that, the absolute reality is that we are in the wealth of existence, the divinity of existence with each and every breath. There is nothing that man has made that is greater than that which we have already been gifted as life itself, as intelligence itself, as the capacity for having an in a standing to stand with the absolute and supreme intelligence and to function as supreme intelligence doing that which is truly in our own best interest to the glory of those who have come before us, those whose names we can call and all of those whose names we will never know. We are in a now moment that requires us to understand that our opportunity is vast because we dwell in the infinity of possibilities. 
And there is absolute law that governs us. And when we care to be lawful as opposed to being lawless, as we apply ourselves to the laws that govern us as opposed to the legalities and the statutes of men, and not just men, but kind those who are kind of men, those who have no real love and light and wisdom and truth, but they are so pompous that they think that they are the authority of existence itself and they promote themselves as if they know everything. But the reality that they have no regard and respect for the laws that govern us and the laws that govern existence itself is the evidence that we should not be following those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth. And they're always speculating, always exalting theory and opinion, and putting us in a place and space where we think that we can have a belief system and be committed to our belief system, and our belief system does not support us in honoring the breath that we take and that which breathes us and beats our hearts. We are in that moment where we have to outthink a system that legislates and perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. And those who work on behalf of those companies and those institutions that are the culprits of misinformation and disenfranchisement, ambassadorization, and usurpation, and all of this, then you have the opportunity in this now moment to choose life, to be in a place where you will invest in yourselves. You will do that which is truly going to be in your best interest as a point of absolute and supreme intelligence, because that's what's needed now. We are in a now moment to have an understanding and an understanding that as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence surrounded by nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence, intelligence, if you are filled with with fear and devastation and doubt and insecurity and hypocrisy and inconsistency and contradiction, that you will radiate that and you will impact and affect other things negatively in your world. So when you look at what you have created and would care to recreate then you have to be in a place where it really matters to you to do it. But you cannot continue to do the same things you've been doing consistently over time and not pleased with the results. But you won't change and you're having to take responsibility for recreating. And the greatest work that we can do right now is stepping off the path of adulteration, stepping off the path of sickness, illness, disease, and death, stepping into the light of the truth of the ones that we are, is these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're in a now moment where the divine feminine is being exalted. For we have the cosmic mother that has given birth to everything and the intelligence of existence that is all pervasive, filling all spaces. Because our feet are on the planet, sometimes you forget that we are in space. And as a global humanity who seems to have no clue as to where we are, why we are, we can make the assessment that many are really lost in space not even realizing the divinity of one's being and the divinity of all being and then working against desecrating, defiling, murdering, usurping, bastardizing, capitalizing off of the flesh, the blood, the carcass, the 
fetuses of other beings. We are in a now moment where the karmic debt, the karmic debt is so intense that those who do not care to shift and change will never be able to rebuild because there is condemnation and judgment that has been issued by virtue of absolute law. So where you have sown the seeds for divisiveness and degradation and chaos and all manners of stupidity and inebriation, intoxication, violation, incarceration, rape, molestation, and all of this, then you are in a place and space where you have to come correct or you have to leave. But the leaving is not really guaranteed. You may succumb. You may have to die. But in the realm of eternity, the issue is how long will you be dead? And some are perpetuating that there is nothing after this life anyway, which is why they are so pompous and so callous to think that they can do whatever the hell they want to do because at the end of it, it's all the same. There is death, and after death, there is nothing. And so we have to begin to realize that we were told certain things that should give us some indication as to how we should begin to align ourselves. One is that we were told that as a man or woman thinketh, so is he or she. As a man or woman thinketh. Now, if you're not thinking, then you have to begin to look at the thoughts that you're entertaining. Whose thoughts are they? And what is being created by these thoughts? And a lot of times we find that good people meet a tragic date with fate and we try to figure out, well, what, why did that happen? But you never know what people are thinking. You never know what they're saying. You never know what they're entertaining consistently over time. You, you never really have an understanding and an understanding as to what their fears were. What was the most prevalent emotion that was permeating their selves that attracted things to them? And so where we are now, the opportunity that we have to self-correct is, is ours to claim it. And I've talked to people who say, I'm on a fixed income. I can't afford. I can't afford. And I'm saying, but what are you eating? You, you're buying something. Whatever money you're, you're generating, however you're generating, if, you feed, if you're feeding and you're spending your life currency or trading your life currency for a paper currency and then you are purchasing things with your paper currency and ingesting things that undermine your life currency, then you are practicing impoverishment. And this is the foundational reason why we have so much homelessness and hopelessness and addiction and inebriation and whatnot, you know, but this is a scheme because there are those who feel entitled to push poison, to manufacture it and make it seem through uh, commercial sublimation and advertising and behavior modification through these chemicals that are added to these things to make killing ourselves seem chic and make it seem as though it's profitable. 
and there is no profit in it. You understand the stupidity of of poisoning the very things that are necessary for your survival. This is in a place and space where we have to begin to stop idolizing and idealizing and worshiping those who have led everybody astray through religion and government and socialization and thinking that those who are on the right path, those who are stepping outside of the realm of the boxes that we have been socialized to be in where, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and apple pie and baseball and football and basketball and golf and tennis and being distracted by all of the balls and being in a place and space where you're preoccupied with balls and breasts and butts and whatnot, that when you step out of that madness, then they're trying to figure out, well, what's wrong with you you must be in some kind of cult when you start trying to clean yourself up and then they're like well what's wrong with you you some kind of health nut you understand i'm just saying is that the stupidity is tremendous which is why you're getting gonna get the beat down you understand it doesn't make any sense at all to care to be careless thoughtless mindless to consistently exalt your right to be wrong to be sin-filled, to be in a place and space where you're a walking contradiction, inconsistent, consistently inconsistent, and caring to really exalt a full life's urge, but being consistent over time in doing that which undermines yourselves, yourself, your children, your legacy, your life. And because it's social socialization and and whatnot, we have to come to a point where we realize that it's not going to end well. And so I'm the one who's urging us to really, really get a grip and prepare to leave. Not prepare to die, but live the quality of life that allows us to really rejoice in the gift of life and to understand the power that we have in aligning ourselves with Mother Earth, Mother Nature, having compassion and mercy for all of the creatures and no longer supporting the violation, the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination, the capitalization of other beings and then feeding off of their carcasses. And this will be one of the most expeditious paths to global progression is that each individual one that has a beating heart and is a breathing being, begin to really appreciate, appreciate love, reverence, honor, the intelligence of one's own being and the intelligence of all being. And to know that in that, we are all held by virtue of this absolute and supreme presence that goes by many names, but there are no names to fully express all of the faculties and all of the reality of what it actually is as absolute and supreme intelligence as absolute and supreme being, as the cosmic I am, that which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. So when you open the books and the books say, I am the Alpha and the Omega, then understand that that's somebody else speaking that is not the creator of all, because the intelligence of existence is the creator of all, or that which is the substance from which all things 
can come into manifestation is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And so we've been socialized and religiously trained to give more credence and more thought and more regard to the things that men have written and the things that men have created and the things that have come through those who really never took the time to really get into a full alignment in love and light and wisdom and truth so that they would be able to properly advance humanity and be a blessing and a wise steward of Mother Earth and her resources. When you have a people who place and think of wealth in terms of paper and money and stocks and bonds, more paper, and spend so much paper currency on getting certified and degreed, more paper. But then they don't appreciate and invest in the cultivation of the hearts and the minds and the spirits of people. That they create things that rob the people of their capacity for true thinking for being able to hold the light of supreme intelligence upon a thing and to come to know. You're dealing with an insecure people who would care to exalt their supremacy by anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, violating, beating up, warring against other ones. And think that they're monuments to men and their structures in polished wood, metal, and stone is an adequate representation of their greatness when it is really to the detriment of the earth to be bulldozing and bulldozing millions and millions of acres of trees and and destroying the, the ecological balance of the earth that hosts us all. We have to realize that you're dealing with a sick people or you're being dealt with by a sick people and you have been applying yourself to the sickness of a people who really are being disqualified for continuance in existence as a result of not being committed to living. Being warmongers and killers and all of that is a commitment to death. It's a commitment to being disqualified for continuance in existence. And these are existence issues. It's not about the economics of death. There is no real economics of death. We see it. It, it, it has manifested itself in billions and billions and billions of, of dollars in the destruction of the ecosystems and the destruction and the um, devastation that comes as a result of what they say is climate change. And as we really care to 
qualify for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond the planet, then it is necessary that we not just change our diets, that we stop being committed to dying and dieting altogether. That the commitment to life and the commitment to living is a different thing than the commitment to a diet. And because the food is the tool of oppression and the weapons of mass destruction are the alcohol, the tobacco, the white sugar, the pharmaceuticals and whatnot, then understand that the war, that there are those who are warring against themselves. And that's a fight that you can never win. We have to understand that the truth, we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. We were not told to choose a belief system that was generated by those who had no commitment to truth and then stand in it and refuse to hear anything that made sense while you continue to feed off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens and hens and quails and ostriches and crocodiles and alligators and the roaches of the sea, those who were gifted to the waters for the purpose of being able to facilitate the regeneration or the clearing, the cleansing of the waterways. But you all are being duped into thinking that this is good eating. And so the genocide that exists, we see it as a result of the miseducation, you know, being told that we have to have protein so that those who are dying with cancer and the cancer is there, the only thing they can think about, well, I can't give up, I can't, I, I have to have my protein, but all of that protein is what's created your cancer because it creates so much acidity. And so we're in a place where we have to realize that your care to live, your care to love, your care to learn, your care to laugh, your care to work on behalf of the establishment of, of the, the reestablishment of the integrity and the resubstantiation of your own personal presence and commitments to being. This is how we get harmonized so that wherever we are, we are not a detriment to anything or anybody at any time for any reason. And to be in a place and space where it truly matters to us. To do whatever is necessary in order to secure our lineages in the establishment of the kingdoms and queendoms of light. There is nothing that is guaranteed success upon this planet. Except for the reconciliation, the restoration, the reordering, the reattunement, the upliftment and the liberation of a global humanity that will live for life and live in the laws that govern life so that all of life is bettered because we're living. But to have a people who think that because of their education, their degrees, their money, that they have the right to destroy things. They think that their scripts have given them domination over things, so they want to dominate. They want to bastardize, and they bring the domination into their bedrooms. They bring the domination into their boardrooms. They bring the domination into all of the things to damn the nations that follow them. And so we're in a now moment where we have to realize that your and our rights 
to be right is a right to be corrected, a right to be con- consistently reminded of the path to regain our lost light. You cannot just throw money onto a situation and a circumstance where the people have no light and no love and no wisdom and no truth. So the billions of dollars that, that are available because people are investing in a lottery so that they can take a chance on becoming multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, and then not have light, love, wisdom, or care to really know how to facilitate anything greater than themselves and their personal desires for things. Our responsibility in being able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment is is what's at hand in terms of the foundation of wisdom that will allow us to begin to really create the right steps, to move in the right direction. Because we are witness to the progression of errors that has been in full effect by those minimal minds, not the masterminds, the minimal minds who have been committed to their bank accounts and their status and their walk-in closets and their fine linens and their shoes and their yachts and their planes and all of the things that make them feel as if they have truly succeeded in life. But when you are on a cataclysmic ride with demise... It doesn't matter how much stuff you have. When you are on a cataclysmic ride with demise. It doesn't matter how much money you have. When you are on a cataclysmic ride with demise. Then you have to have care enough. To rethink it. To recommit to living. Because you don't know how you'll suffer. Or your children or your grandchildren. Or that because of the contribution that you have made. In the extinction of millions of species of all of that which allowed the earth to do her thing. And be consistently regenerated and and to bring forward all manners of more beauty and medicines and just the multiplicity of diversity that is cosmic conformity in this paradise. That is the Eden. It is the whole earth. And the earth and her creatures are truly deserving of their liberation. Being liberated from violation of violent beings being liberated from the pollution and the polluters, those who's steeped in filth that they can only create more filth, Mother Earth and Mother Nature. And the intelligence of existence that holds them in their orbit and their space and the administering intelligences on behalf of the establishment of the eternal order are calling us to remember 
that we are parts of something that is so phenomenal, so sacred, so beautiful that we need to get correct or we need to get the hell on. But you cannot love killing yourself and love dying and love usurping and bastardizing and polluting and violating and then be wealthy. There's no way that you can continue to be out of alignment with the laws that govern existence itself and continue in existence when you have no commitment to the laws of existence. And perhaps you don't care that you could be discontinued in existence, that you can go into something called disillusion and cease to exist as a result of your failure to appreciate and reverence and respect and honor and care to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are as part of this absolute and phenomenal reality called existence and you throw away and bastardize and disregard and disrespect the greatest gift and the greatest wealth that you could ever have with each and every breath and every beat of our heart we have the opportunity to shift and to change and to progress and to rise because it is our time to do so. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, we are so grateful that you prefer to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you care to be attuned because there are so many other things that you could be doing. And I am always feeling so blessed for the opportunity to allow my heart to speak. And every day, in some way, I am reaching deeper to reach higher so that I am ever more influential, ever more effective in inspiring you to really go deeper, reach higher, and standing in the integrity of the all that we each are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. The issues that we find ourselves enthralled with are as a result of our being under a system that is divisive, a system that was founded and created by those who were out of alignment with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and who have consistently and continuously perpetuated that which literally needs not be perpetuated any longer but are too pompous to really accept the error of their ways and feel that they have to continue in this way but it is the progression of error and it adversely affects absolutely everything and everybody which is why we have to come to that place and space within our own body temples within our own commitments within our own homes and everywhere that we show up that we will step 
off the path of adulteration, step out of the programming and the indoctrination and the culture of death to realize that there is one real eye that truly sees through every eye. And we're being called and we're being chosen and we're being urged to choose, to choose life, to choose light, to consciously apply ourselves towards being completely cleared of the trespasses and the violations every day. I'm hearing more and more stories about incest and rape and violation that has taken place in the bodies and the hearts and the minds of youth and children who are now maturing ones. And we are ready in accepting and having to face all of the things that have contributed to the beings that we are now or to our perception, perspective, our orientation, but the real orientation that we should have is that we are each these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. There is nowhere it is not. We dwell in the reality of its presence, animated by it, designed divinely and divinely designed to be these points of it. And we are all immersed in nothing but the divinity of existence itself. But we have been socialized to not respect it, to disregard the divinity of of our own being. And we have to come to a place where we understand that the forces that have taken responsibility, the institutions that have been created, that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what it is to live, what it is to be successful in life, what our orientation is from capitalism or socialism or communism or whatever. But the issue is, is that none of it really takes into account that which truly ensures our progression, which is absolute law, absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, absolute truth. And because we are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, it matters that we are caring to align ourselves with that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that which has the world spinning, the earth spinning, and everything in progression, except for the people. And but we can flip this script, we can change, we can reprogram, we can recreate ourselves and our experiences, our world. But we have to be daring to do it, we have to be caring to do it, it has to matter to us. But to be in a place where we are guilty bystanders, not innocent, because all of ones and ones who are trading their life currency for paper currency and then taking that paper currency and purchasing that which and consuming that which undermines their life currency in the form of the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead turkeys and dead sea creatures and whatnot, there is no innocence in that. And just because it was our socialization within the realm of a death culture does not absolve us of responsibility to be ever more caring and considerate and searching and knocking and seeking. And we should have realized that there's a problem here and we should have been asking, knocking and seeking for the answers to the problems and the, um, the way 
to transcend it, transform it, transmute it into something that is greater and towards our greater good than just being in a place where we're creating more sickness, illness, disease, degradation, divisiveness, dialysis, diabetes, discontent, dissatisfaction, despair, depression, all, all of this disenergy. We're in a now moment that requires us to really get to the root of what the issue is and to know that the root of the issue is that the forces of organized religion and particularly that which has been instituted through the Catholic Church and that which has been perpetuated itself as as the form of Christianity that many have had to be certified by these particular ones. It wasn't, you weren't left to your own devices. You had to go to school to go through a curriculum to be able to preach and minister and have churches and become pastors and bishops and cardinals and all of that under a system of indoctrination. And that system of indoctrination supports a death culture in feeding people the carcasses of dead animals when we were told not to kill. And so we have to really reassess everything when those who should be representing that which is a light for us in the midst of the ignorance, that they're ignoring that which is truth and light. And so we really have to come to a place in space where we are knocking and seeking and asking individually of ourselves, for ourselves, because we have seen that we cannot trust those who have taken responsibility to give us a disorientation, a miseducation, and supported us in being lawless, thoughtless, mindless, incarceratable, trappable, and that we have aborted our natural gifts and skills and abilities to work jobs, maintaining and sustaining the status quo, maintaining and sustaining a prison industrial complex, maintaining and sustaining a military industrial complex and the death industries. And so for those of you who listen to this programming and other ones all over the internet and WRFG and so many other programs who are speaking to the issues of the global warming and climate change and earth changes and the amount of ones and ones who are consciously raising up against them multinationals who are going into other people's places and bulldozing the rainforest and all of this stuff and killing activists and whatnot under the name of Coca-Cola and all of these other ones. But we work for these people. And I'm just saying is that we have to come to a place in space where you're going to have to choose whether you are going to serve life or whether you are going to continue to serve the forces of divisiveness and where we have to realize the right way to respond is to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to be in a place and space where we are exalting a full effort and a full life's urge to stand in wholeness and to stand in oneness and to stand in attunement and atonement with the intelligence of existence that is the intelligence of all beings directly and to realize that the issues that we are facing and the issues that we need to respond to correctly and directly are not just about black people. It's not just 
about black and white people. It's about all of existence itself, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, in addition to all hues of humanity and humankind. But nobody has been absolved of the responsibility to be able to, uh, or being under the auspices of absolute laws. And those who've taken responsibility to give us a disorientation as to what life is should have taken responsibility to be rightly oriented so that they could truly prosper because there literally is no prosperity where you continue to do that which need not be done, where you continue to bulldoze the trees, you continue to create instability in the very earth that hosts us, you continue to violate the lives of everything and everybody you touch, we are in a now moment where the people themselves, we, the people ourselves, have to care to cleanse ourselves from the vileness of being violated and the violence that has been created through the murder and the subjugation, the domination, the bastardization, the usurpation of these creatures. The cows, the bulls, the turkeys, the chickens, the pigs, all of them. And then you're feeding off of their carcasses. You understand? And now that veganism and vegetarianism is, is kind of trending, but they want you to continue to eat that which reminds you of what you used to do when you were seriously out of order eating the carcasses of dead animals wrapped up in breads and pickles and all of this stuff. But we have done this so much over time. And because you and and because the industry, the meat industry, has been feeding those animals that would have been naturally vegetarian, feeding them the carcasses of other beings, feeding them ground up um, sea creatures and whatnot, that the amount of disease that is going to come as a result of that, what is lurking, what is what is forming that has not yet come to visibility is going to impact and affect masses of people. Because there is no way to really prosper at the detriment of other ones. And so those who've been listening to this programming for a while, however long it's been, then there's something in you that has value for what it is I'm saying. There is that which is in you that has a care for truth. There is that which is in you that wants to be in a place where you have insight and a direct line of realization and revelation as to what is actually happening and what you can do about it. But I am not the one to support us in being helpless. I am the one who is encouraging us to realize that we have so much power in this now moment because we have the power to decide. We have the power of discernment. We have the power to really see things as they truly are. If we care to really be immersed in nothing but absolute truth, because we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free, but we cannot feel entitled to be killing ourselves, feel entitled to undermine ourselves, feel entitled to continue to immerse ourselves in degrees of inebriation and intoxication and, and um, being out of alignment 
because we are violating ourselves and violating ourselves and not caring to walk in the truth of who we are is these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. All of existence itself is absolutely divine. We cannot recreate it. We are able to manicure. We are able to shift and change the appearance of things but we as a populace we as a human beings we cannot create anything greater than existence itself we can take of it from existence we can mix it up we can shift it up change it manipulate it but we do not create anything and we cannot live and be prosperous in violation of absolute law and the absolute law is absolute love and love is the harmony of truth and the truth is that every order of being everything every plant every species every animal every bird every insect everything exists by virtue of the intelligence of existence exists as intelligence of existence and none of it was designed to rot in our body temples because our body Temples are the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses, and our body temples are under siege. We have figured out, these people have figured out a way to literally rob the temples of the living gods and goddesses of their treasures, their wealth, our riches, our sensibilities, our confidence, our faith, our knowing, our alignment, and our attunement. Rob us. Of our sense of rightness, righteousness. Put us in a place and space where we'd rather be whores and pimps and, and, and do anything for a dollar because we have lost our inherent purpose in being. And when you have lost your purpose in being, there literally is nothing else to lose because you have disconnected from destiny and destiny is off the planet. And so the path of adulteration, we have to look at this, the path of adulteration where we have been decreed and labeled adult by 21, then we know shame and game and blame and guilt and all manners of indiscretions and secrets and things that whittle away at our own degrees of self-confidence and self-worthiness and deservedness. And we are not really feeling the incredible sense of being, lightness of being that we should have in knowing that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are here to master the course and the class of earth residency, that we should be mastering ourselves, our thoughts, that our living is our learning, our labor, our laughter, our peace, our truth, that we should really be enthralled with the gift of life itself. But no, instead the people are literally killing themselves, smoking themselves to death, drinking themselves to death, you understand, spewing themselves to death, and to feel entitled to be doing that which undermines their life. To the degree to which it ends in death But they believed That that was the finality That was the eventuality That was the natural culmination Because the program That we have received under a death culture Is a belief system Based in lies And putting ourselves in a place and space Where our lives Upon the planet and our lives Beyond the planet Are in detriment Because we are 
bystanding. We are not actively participating in recreating ourselves, in knowing that our feet are on the ground, but we are in space and we have opportunity to attune to that which is destiny in aligning ourselves through really uh, aligning our will and our actions and our choices and our character and our disposition with the intelligence of existence itself. And so in this now moment of eternity, I am always encouraging us to realize that it is a now moment of eternity, that the eternal order is what is. But being in eternity and being conscious and conscientious of dwelling as a citizen of the cosmic, because the earth is in the cosmic and the cosmic is ever flowing, ever expanding, ever moving, ever alive. There's nothing dead like that. You understand we're in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and we are being socialized to disregard it, to disrespect it, to disobey it, to disengage with it, to put ourselves in a place where we are lost in space, that we are not present and we are not current. We have those who are lingering in, in somebody's story about our history or whatever. And I'm saying, well, what particular history are you speaking to? And where we have been in default of our responsibilities, duties, obligations, and our debt to that which beats our hearts and breathes us, then, then we can't really trust that people are able to look at what seems to be the facts and make the proper inferences to get to the truth without having a wholehearted desire for the truth. To be impassioned, to have every atom and every cell of our beings completely charged with our wholehearted desire for absolute truth. This is how you come to the truth. You cannot come to the truth just by doing research. You cannot come to the truth by just going and, and doing a Google search or a Yahoo search. You can't just come to the truth when you refuse to accept that your body is not designed to digest carcass. But the pathogens or the worms or the organisms that are permeating those carcasses. And why is it that we have a system that is committed to serving you, the carcasses of dead animals, when they have so much concern now as a result of how many people are dying in these restaurants from allergic reactions and bad food because you're already being fed the carcass of a dead animal? Really? Why? Would they continue to serve you carcass when they know that it's full of worms and it's full of pathogens and it is enough to kill you? And it is the foundation of all of the disease. But then they want you to think that you have to have it. You have to have protein. Where are you going to get your protein? Where are you going to get your protein? Where are you going to get your protein? What the hell is protein? Is it calcium, iron, phosphorus, manganese, you know, is it silica? What is it? Can you get it from the earth? If you don't get it from the earth, then where are you going to get it? Why do you need it? Your body makes it. We have to come to a point in place where we realize that all of this ex excess protein that you have been eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years is the foundation of the cancer. Because our bodies are designed perfectly and divinely designed so that we cannot digest carcass. We would not birthed by buzzards and vultures and hyenas and jackals. 
We are the spark of divinity that in maturity comes into conscious immortality and we should be birthed into the spirit worlds when we leave the planet as whole beings, as embryonic gods and goddesses, continuing on the path of conscious immortality and unfoldment as citizens of the cosmic, graduating into higher realms of existence for greater degrees of refinement and training on the path of God and goddesshood. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care to reverse these issues that have crystallized in our tissues as a result of being fed garbage. We're in a now moment where it is the duty, obligation, and responsibility of each of us who has a beating heart and a br- and breath that we are realizing that the divine design of our body temples means that we have to breathe. We are breatharian first, and some people have already graduated to the point where they do not have to have solid food and realizing that none of us can survive on solid food, that what we must do, we must chew it, we must liquefy it through through chewing, through salivating, through digesting it and liquefying it so that we are able to extract from it any life force, life currency from the light, from the sun. And so our ideal food is actually fruit because it is a whole food. It has the water, it has the fiber, it has the nutrients. It goes through the system. It's easily digested and we get the energy from it right away. But then these people will tell you, oh, well, you should not eat fruit. You don't need fruit. It's too much sugar. But then they're telling you to eat the pastas, the rice, the beans, and continue to eat protein, continue to eat meat. Your kidneys are overwhelmed as a result of the high blood pressure medicines and whatnot that you have been on for 10, 12, 14, 15 years. And now you're on dialysis and they're still telling you to eat protein three times a day and to limit your water to 32 ounces. So I'm just saying you are under the auspices of those who are sick people and and their sickness is is leading to the stupidity of everything and everybody in the sense that you see that you're not rightly oriented. You're not right because if you were right, then you would be healthy. If you were right, then you would be in a place where you really feel good about being the one you are. If you were right, then you would be on point and you would be on purpose. If you were right, you would not be serving the purposes of the corporate deities of death. If you were right, then you would be in right alignment with the intelligence of your being, which is divine itself, and you would not be having a problem in accepting your divinity and being rightly aligned and, and having a problem with being righteous and being godly. If you were right, and so I'm the one to encourage us to accept the reality that with each and every breath, the intelligence of existence has gifted itself to us, but it has also gifted itself to everything and everybody, and even those ones whose genetics have been manipulated, hybridized, the intelligence of existence is still there. They can manipulate things, they can but they and they can recreate and mix and match and all of that, but they can bring nothing forward into existence that is not already a part of the intelligence of existence. And with all the breeding that they do, they cannot weed out the intelligence of a being to exalt a full effort to live its life, to love its life.
to experience the fear and the frustration, the anguish and the angst, the pain, the sadness, the depression that comes from being subjugated, violated, anesthetized, inebriated, stupefied. Do you understand? It's, it's the creatures can't take it. But then you feed off of their carcasses. And we have more psychoses and more bipolarism and more schizophrenia and more of this desire that people have where they are overwhelmed with dying so they would just rather get it out the way. They are overwhelmed because they are stressed. They are stressed because they have never been properly nourished. They are stressed because they have no wherewithal. They're being robbed from the inside out of their right alignment in mind and perception and perspective as to the divinity of their being, to the power that they have, to the potency of who they are, what they are, how they are, and, and, and what the responsibility in being is. And so many ones are knowing that this there has to be something greater than working until you die, buying things and trading things and bartering things and having a life that's based in materiality, sensuality, sexuality, violation, usurpation, devastation. And so most people, after a while, they don't even want to live because they were not living this entire time. We're in a now moment where we must care to flip the script to right the wrongs, to accept duty, obligation, and responsibility on behalf of all of those who could not, who would not, who did not know how, but to know that we are in a now moment where we're being called to rise and we have access to everything that is required in order to do so. But you have to care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're living in the realm of eternity, and there is nothing guaranteed success except the establishment of the eternal order, the eternal government, and the reinstatement of those who arise as these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence are otherwise the kingdoms and queendoms of light and the children of God. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.